Welcome to Reawakening Love and Power with Carol Ann, where you listen in on real coaching sessions in the realms of love, power, sex, and relationships. You'll hear beautiful courage and vulnerability as we delve into desires and the parts of us that resist them. My intention for you, dear listener, is that you might hear a bit of yourself, know you're not alone in your experiences, and reawaken vital parts of yourself that have been in hiding. To get the most out of listening, I invite you to track the sensations in your body as you listen and get curious about what your body might be saying to you. And I'd like to start by exploring your desire a little bit more deeply. So I understand that you have a desire to be able to orgasm when you're with your partner. Can you tell me a little bit about that, about what happens and what, what you would like to experience? I would say that I feel like there's part of me that disassociates, you know, like mm. where all my sensitivity, like I get to a point and then it's like all my sensitivity just switches off basically. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you go, I go to this place where, you know, everything's been heightened and is super um, sensual. And then it's like, I get to this point where I just shut up shop basically. Mm. And I get really frustrated with myself because mm. I know it's not, there's no actual threat to me in that mm. moment. But I know that it is this instinctual safety mechanism from the past that's trying to protect me. Um, and I get really frustrated because the more I focus on it, the less likely it's possible yeah yeah um so it feels like the thing that you can that you really would like to be able to experience with someone is not possible because when you try it's even further away and if you don't try there's all of these inbuilt safety mechanisms Mm. from being able to go there as well so And I feel like, you know, in the past as well, that's affected relationships too because partners have felt like it was something that, you know, was wrong with them. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, trying to communicate as well that moment when when it switches off and Mm. what to do in that moment to be with it or how to navigate that space. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, you know, I'd like to be able to experience that power. You know, I'd love to be able to feel my sexual energy and power in partner. Yeah, yeah. With somebody else because I think that's a really vulnerable place and intimate place to go with someone. Yeah. There's so much magic in that and that's what I want to be able to experience, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So firstly, I'll say that I really hear you how frustrating it is when you know if you don't try, um, your experience is that when you don't try, it doesn't happen. But then if you try, 
it just kind of gets even more frustrating and like knotted up and you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? (laughs) So I hear that, that, um, frustration. It sounds like you already have a really, um, beautiful awareness that it is uh, a safety mechanism somehow trying to protect you. Mm. I'm curious to hear a little bit more actually. So first in, in context, you're with a, you're with a partner now in a, is it a monogamous relationship? Okay. And it's, but it's, this is the same thing has happened with previous partners. Yes, so I was in a long-term relationship for 12 years prior to this one um, and it was an issue in that relationship as well. Um, In that relationship, my previous partner really internalised that as being a problem with him. Mm. And so I felt really like I couldn't um, express my needs because I felt like it was contributing to his wounding. Yeah, yeah. So I'm now in a new relationship um, where we've been together for two years. We have really beautiful, deep conversations about all of these kinds of things. You know, I've already expressed with him why I think I'm not able to and we've really navigated these kind of conversations and it doesn't it doesn't feel like it triggers him as much which is mm-hmm. really great space to be in yeah um but I do I just wish I could experience that with him because again it's it's there is no threat as mm. such, you know? like he holds beautiful space for me and mm. um yeah, I really would just like to be able to experience sexuality from a whole different paradigm, really, of, um, yeah, really feeling into that spiritual aspect and connection that can come from sexuality when you're really deeply connected on those kind of layers. Whereas in my previous relationships, it was all very physical, as in, there's only a physical body and this is, you know, it's very mm-hmm. old fashioned way of seeing sexuality kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. I forget what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we got there. Um, so I want to kind of go a little bit deeper into like, what is the significance? Because you, it sounds like you're already experiencing some levels of pleasure with him. Mm-hmm. It's just that when it reaches kind of a certain height, yeah. it becomes unsafe in your body. Yeah. So what's the significance to you? Like what, what would it give you if you could keep going past that height where it gets kind of cut off? Mm. Mm. What would it give me? I think it would really, like, it feels like it would be really freeing and, like, full surrender to be able to kind of give yourself over to somebody else in that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> that feels really... Um, 
That feels really special. Like, what else can you give? What more can you give? You know. Mm. 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 Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about like the other ways that you feel safe with him and that you trust him in your relationship um, outside of sex? Mm. Yeah, I would say I've never felt so supported before mm. in a relationship where I feel like I can lay any boundary, express any emotion, anything and it fully be received and respected and you know like in the past you know sometimes sharing emotions and things you know you were told you're you know too sensitive or overreacting or you know it was kind of put back on me that there was something wrong with me Mm -hmm. feeling a certain way but not once in two years has he ever told me that how I feel is wrong or anything like that. So, and, you know, I really, in that process, when we first started dating, I wasn't really ready for dating. I wasn't really in a space, I don't think. And from the very beginning, you know, I expressed to him where I was at, what I was still healing through. um, And I just, from the get-go, put, everything on the table and just said this is where I'm at you know I'm gonna need to take this really slow Mm -hmm. Um, and he just fully accepted all of that where I was at what I was moving through and it was interesting because for him he expressed that me being so honest about, you know, the shadows that I was aware of and I was moving through, mm-hmm. made him feel safe. Mm-hmm. He knew where I was. He knew there was no hidden agendas. There were going to be no surprises. There was no, oh, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know this, you know, <laughs> you know what you were getting into kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah. from the very beginning, I think we both, built that sense of safety with each other through radical honesty. Yeah. Yeah. And that is so powerful. Mm. I've experienced that in my relationship too, that it just feels, um, it feels like a sigh of relief in my body to be able to be that honest with someone. Like you don't, you're not kind of, um, uh, bracing yourself for something unexpected or, just mm-hmm. yeah and um i just want to reflect what a how beautiful it is or how how powerful it is that you've done the work within yourself to be clear about what you wanted in a partnership mm-hmm. and to attract it and also to feel worthy enough to accept it and be willing to like say yes to it and keep um, building that kind of beautiful relationship. Well, you know, to be honest, there were a lot of times in the early days where I, there were sabotage that came up within me. Yeah. I really was just hyper aware of how things were playing out. 
Um, and I always, I had this rule with myself that if something came up in this new relationship where I was feeling super triggered about something, mm -hmm. I would let myself sit with it for two weeks. Mm -hmm. and if it was still there after two weeks, I knew that it was a genuine something. Mm -hmm. But every single time it was never there for <laughs> weeks. So I knew that it was just shifting within myself programming and old beliefs and everything that was just clearing out that I just needed to be with and that it was my stuff mm -hmm. and it was nothing really to do with the relationship. So I constantly came back and checked in with how I wanted to feel in a relationship and I kept comparing that to what was actually happening in my reality yeah. and using that to keep going, moving through any fears you know, resistance, sabotage that might have come up and just been like, no, I commit to having a relationship that makes me feel this way. So this is the work, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do all this work on your own, like, you know, and then the next level is doing that work in partnership with yeah. someone. You have all of that feedback of somebody else, somebody else's energy, somebody else's past and history and behaviors and all the rest of it meshing together and then how do you show up do you still can't stand up and love yourself and hold boundaries and all of that when there is someone there to bounce it off against mm, mm. So, yeah i love what you said about the relationship feeling like a breath of fresh air too because i remember on our very first date that was exactly what I noticed. I noticed my nervous system breathe. And I, I felt my body be like, oh, I actually, my body feels relaxed around you, you know, like even though it was all very new and exciting and I was very much like, wow, my body recognises that this is safe. Like this is, this is good. Yeah. And so I kept going. Yeah. Yeah, and it sounds like you have so much wisdom already about um, paying attention to the signals in your body and um, working with your triggers in a really wise way that you can take ownership of them. And even though um, there are parts of us that self-sabotage, that's not like the whole of us that, that does that. And so it's... Um, I just feel really happy for you, to be honest. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. So what I'd like to do now is to go a little bit deeper into your body and listen a little bit more for the, the resistance to really getting that vulnerable and surrender during sex with him. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so if um, we'll start by, I'll get you to describe, I'll guide you through it, but I'll get you to describe in kind of using all five of your senses, what it would be like to go past that current threshold of pleasure mm. into that state of deep intimacy and vulnerability and surrender with your partner. Okay. 
If you feel comfortable to, you can close your eyes or you can just soften them. <laughs> so if you were in this place of that really deep intimacy and openness and connection with your partner during sex and accessing the state of orgasm, what would you see? Either what, how, what would you see in yourself, in your own body, or what would you like visually see around you that would let you know that it was happening? Well, the visual kind of image that I'm getting when I think about this is just like a heart chest opening. Mm. Um, feels like yeah, the heart just expanding. That makes sense. But I see it as in my, you know, my body being quite, you know, your ch your chest being restricted and hunched in to just being able to open mm. and show another part of yourself I guess mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what would you hear joy <laughs> <laughs> that kind of like head thrown back laughter yeah. yeah what would you feel in your body i think i would feel like pins and needles all over but in a good way like mm -hmm. Electric. Mm -hmm. And what would you taste? Hmm. Can either be what you feel like you would actually taste in your mouth in that scenario or a taste that has like the feeling of that state? Mm. Mm. I'm just going to say sweet. Like I feel like lollies or candy. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like something fun and pleasurable and mm. and what would you smell Mm, flowers. Mm -hmm. Flowers are my joy. 
So just kind of marinating in this experience, you are seeing your heart really open, your shoulders back, kind of bearing that vulnerable part of you. Maybe even seeing your, your head thrown back and hearing that laughter, feeling the, the good kind of pins and needles in your body, tasting sweet lollies and smelling flowers with your partner. If you scan through your body, are there any sensations that feel like they kind of resist this picture a little bit? Mm, yeah, I can feel it in my heart space. Yeah. What's the sensation in your heart space? It's just a bit of heaviness, like there's a like there's a bit of a weight on mm. that that's stopping that kind of mm. expanding movement. Mm -hmm. Do you feel comfortable to explore that heaviness a little bit deeper? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'll invite you to really drop your awareness into that heaviness as if you could become it. And then let me know when you feel like you're there and I'll ask you questions speaking to you as the heaviness in your heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. What are you afraid of? Mm, being hurt. Mm, yeah. It's scary, isn't it? What would happen if you were hurt? I might lose myself. Mm. What would that mean? I really might shut down and close off from all of the joy that I've built in my all areas of my life, really. Mm-hmm. So if I hear you correctly, if, if you get hurt, it would kind of put a stop to all the joy that you've worked so hard to create. Mm. 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 So you're, you're trying to protect, is that right? Mm. Yeah. What would help you to feel a little bit more safe? Mm. 
Nothing's coming. No, that's okay. Have you had experiences before where you were hurt and it affected your joy in other areas of your life? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, you know, the last relationship that I was in, I think for most of my life, up until that point, I was closed down and shut off to joy. Mm. Now that I have healed through that and really have built so much joy in so many areas of my life, that, yeah, I'm afraid to go back to who I was mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I know is not possible <laughs> and true. Yeah, but we're going deeper than the thinking layer here. Mm. Okay. Is there anything else that you want to say while she's listening? No. Okay. So you can bring your awareness back to your headquarters. And what does it feel like to hear that? To hear my headquarters? No, to hear, sorry, to hear, yeah. um, to hear that the the fears of losing the joy that you've you've created with with your blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> no wonder I'm trying to protect it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's not. I'm really. I'm not even just protecting myself from from letting go in that moment to orgasm. I'm. I'm protecting my whole world. In yeah. <laughs> and that's something worth fighting for, isn't it? Like, it's not, um, it's not like an evil spirit trying to, to ruin your life. It's just something that um, is really trying to protect the things that you hold dear. What's happening? <laughs> uh, I just think I couldn't be more safer than with him, you know? Like, none of those things are really at risk here. Mm -hmm. You know, like, compared to before... I was so close down, I didn't really have, I, only, I was only risking the relationship because I was so focused on that before. Mm -hmm. Whereas now I've built so much joy into my life and he adds to that. Mm -hmm. So I just feel really lucky. Oh. <laughs> It's just beautiful to look back as well and see how far I've come 
Mm. And I guess, yeah, to just have compassion for that part of myself that's trying to protect. Yes. From. Yeah. Little things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> If you feel through your body, where's the part of you that knows that your joy is not at risk mm. if you let yourself open up in deep pleasure with your partner? I'm going to say my smile. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when I think about it, like I just get this joyous smile on my face and that is a huge reminder really yeah yeah mm. so if you could I think what we'll do next is I'll get you to really like feel into that smile. Mm. And then from that place of knowing how much joy this relationship brings you, how safe you are from that part of you speak to the part in your heart that's still for valid reasons, but just reasons that don't serve you anymore mm. is still trying to protect you so you can start by really calling in that joy that you feel with your partner how safe you feel in so many different ways with him feel the way that smile just lights you up with joy and when you feel ready, speak from that place to the heaviness in your heart. Gosh, there's nothing to worry about. Mm. You are so safe to share all of yourself with him. How good would it feel to just let yourself go in this way? What if you didn't have to protect me anymore? You don't have to fight against this anymore. 
this time to allow yourself to be free and to feel and know your own power and joy in this place. You can lay down your sword. Yeah. So with the laying down of the sword, this part that still wants to protect you, is there another way that it could protect you? Like, could we give it a new job <laughs> to protect you against something that's more useful? Sure. Do you have any ideas? Um, are there any situations where you tend to open yourself up to other people in ways that don't serve you? Or are your boundaries pretty good with that? I would say my boundaries are pretty good. Mm. I'm very aware of how I feel and my body and when, when it's causing me to tense up. Mm -hmm. I that I need to act on that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it doesn't need a new role. Mm. But you can just kind of thank it for it, its um, care in trying to protect you mm. and then let it lay down its sword and see where it goes. Mm. I feel like I get this image of you know, like this female soldier with a sword and she's ready for battle, mm -hmm. ready for slow dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and I could just see, like, you know, she can put her sword down now and go home. Like, she can just yeah. go and rest now. Like, she, she's, she's, her services are no longer. <laughs> <laughs> she can retire and become a civilian again. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, so what I'd like to do now is to talk through some, some kind of more practical things about what you can do when you are making love with your partner. And in the moment, do you notice when the dissociation and the shutdown starts to happen? Or like when, 
when do you usually catch it and figure out what's happening? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I would say that I notice that I just like, yeah, my sensitivity is removed. Like I, I can't feel as much kind of like, you know, when it, you're first starting and it's, you know, touch is electric and really sensual and beautiful and then that kind of just disappears and it's like I can't, yeah, just the sensitivity goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Based on the experiences you've had with your partner in all areas of your relationship, how comfortable do you feel if you were to, at the point when you notice that's starting to happen, Mm -hmm. ask him to pause with you Mm -hmm. and do a couple of things to try Mm -hmm. to bring more safety back into your body? Mm. Do you feel comfortable with that? It's a little uncomfortable, but it's not, no, I won't, I can't do that. It's doable still. But it's still, it's possible, yeah. 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 So you could have, um, it's hard to try things out for the first time like that when you're in the heat of the moment, especially because, um, and like you experienced with your last partner, there's so much pressure on guys to perform and, you know, patriarchy is rough on them too. Um, so you can have a conversation with him beforehand and, or, or at, a, at a non-sexual time. This is what I find difficult. Like we need yeah. a good time to have this conversation because it was kind of like, so I just want to bring up, you know, like at the middle of dinner. <laughs> We're in this scenario naturally. <laughs> you know, like, does, he know, does he know that you're doing this session? I said I was doing a podcast on women's sexuality. Uh-huh. <laughs> so is there a chance that you could be like, so I did this podcast today and this is the stuff that came up? Yes, that's a very good lead-in, actually. I like that. <laughs> or you could be like, she told me, this lady, <laughs> she told me that I have to have this conversation with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can say like you know this came up in the session I'd like to to talk to you a little bit about like what happens for me when we have sex Mm -hmm. do you feel comfortable talking about that right now or like I know this can be you can say this to him I know this can be like weird and awkward and like feels like there's no good time to talk about it but like do you want to talk about it now or like when would be a good time to talk about it? Because mm-hmm. it sounds like he's supportive mm-hmm. and he would, he would want to, to you, you can let him know that um, the conversation is something that would be really supportive to your joy and his joy because I'm sure he cares about how you feel too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does that feel doable? Yeah, it does. It yeah. Does. It was a good suggestion. (laughs) (laughs) So what I'm thinking is that when you catch that moment Mm. when you are making love and you're like, oh, the thing is happening, 
Mm-hmm. You can ask him to pause. Mm-hmm. You can name out loud, like what sensations are happening in your body. Like I feel heaviness in my heart. I feel numbness in my pussy. I feel um, a bit of shakiness in my hand or I feel the pressure of my head against the the pillow or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And by, by naming those sensations, even if the sensation is numbness, that helps you to come back into your body, into the experience that you're having in your body. Mm. And then you can even, um, you can do this or have him do this. Take a hand and just like gently rub that part of your chest where you feel the, the soldier lives. <laughs> and just and I know when you're getting frustrated it's hard to summon up the um the softness towards her so I'm going to give you another practice to build that softness like when you're not feeling frustrated just give her some love and be like it's okay it's safe you can tell you can tell her it's safe I'm safe with him you can ask him if you feel that it would be supportive, you can ask him to say to you, you're safe. Mm. I love you. You're safe. Mm. Can you think of anything in particular? Like if you imagine him saying or doing something in the moment that would make you feel more safe, what would it be? I think just that that itself just seems Mm. reminded like, you're safe. I think that's super powerful in a moment like that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's what we want to feel with our partners, don't we? Like yeah. we're not felt safe in the past. Yeah. So to just have that very real reminder from them, especially, mm. I think would be really powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you notice, and maybe you have like a, a code word with him, like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Banana. <laughs> banana, yeah. This is a banana situation. <laughs> um, and, you know, it is, it's so powerful to incorporate humor mm. because it can, especially when you're, like, frustrated, it can feel so heavy. Yeah. And the sensation is heavy if you're like banana situation. Yeah. <laughs> it just brings that little bit of like levity. Mm. So you say it's a banana situation. Yeah. And you pause what you're doing. You name out loud, say, five different sensations in your body. And one of you or both of you takes a hand and just like, lovingly rubs that space around your heart. I am safe. You are safe. Mm. You can trust me. I can trust you. You can trust me. Yeah, that's another really good one. I like that. Because mm. mm. it's not necessarily 
safe to be that vulnerable with anyone, right? But you're trying to be able to turn it on and off. Mm. You want to turn it on with him. (laughs) So the conversation with him can be something like, you know, once you get, you tell him, I I did this session and we talked about um, what happens for me when we have sex. And I just, I really want to be able to open up to you and I trust you and I feel safe with you in so many areas of our relationship. And I want to bring that here too. Mm. Um, and there are a couple of things. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you the recording. <laughs> yeah. And there are a couple of things that we can try when it's actually happening to help. And it, it might not be something that like goes away with one practice, but like over time, this yeah. will help me to feel more um, relaxed and, and safe in the situation. Yeah. And that looks like, when, when the sensation, when I start to lose the sensation, um, it's helpful for me to stop what we're doing and, and give some love and care to this part of me in these ways that we discussed. Mm. What do you think about that? How do you feel? You know, mm. how does that sound? That sounds really beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. <sighs> You're welcome. And so the other thing that I want to offer you is that breast massage is a really beautiful practice for um, connecting because your breasts are kind of for, for uh, someone in a, who identifies as a woman. Mm-hmm. Your breasts are like this kind of outward manifestation of your heart, mm-hmm. no matter how big or small, right? Mm-hmm. even if the physical breasts aren't there, the energy of them is there. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of use them as a gateway to your heart. And by massaging them and loving them up, you mm-hmm. can really emphasize and, and build that kind of softness and love mm-hmm. through your heart. Mm-hmm. So you can... Mm-hmm. Um, And for you, you can really connect your intention of this practice to being like softening and opening and feeling safe with Mm. your partner. Mm. And you can start by just kind of like placing your hands on your breasts and taking a few breaths there, feeling like your breath is kind of inhaling from your heart into your breasts and exhaling from the breasts back into the center of the heart like that. Mm. And you can start to make circles and breathe into whatever sensations you feel in there. Mm -hmm. And then on your exhale, softly sound them and get that kind of releasing feeling. Mm. 
or or it might be it might be like uh, or it might be like ah uh, depending on what you feel right mm-hmm. and then when you feel like the and and you can really tap into that kind of heaviness and that protector mm-hmm. in that stage and then you can keep massaging them and then imagine that you are filling them with all of the qualities that you desire, like that softness, that openness, that joy. And you're going to use your magic smile and just like beam it down at them. (laughs) (laughs) Call in that joyful smile Mm. and just shine it down at them. And you can, you can, um, then you can just kind of play around and do whatever feels good. Like listen to the way that they want to be touched, like Mm -hmm. fingertips, palms of the hands, Mm -hmm. like feather light touch or firmer touch. Do they want to be bounced (laughs) or like, do they want the nipples to be played with and just give them a bit of love in whatever way they want. It might even just be like, softly cupping your hands and breathing into them. So stage one is hands softly holding them, breathing into your heart and your breasts and feeling that intention of cultivating safety and openness and love and trust and joy. Stage two is massaging them and breathing into what you feel Exhale with the sound, with that kind of releasing. Third stage is filling them up with all the goodness and smiling at them. And then fourth stage is just kind of playing around and seeing what feels good and just enjoying being with them. How does that sound? It's a beautiful practice. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) We don't do that, do we? Like... We just don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, when I first started doing breast massage, I was like, I'm not feeling anything. And I was just like, oh, whatever. What is this? (laughs) (laughs) But with practice now, like I love having my boobs touched and like touching them myself. And I feel so much more sensation because you're kind of building those new pathways. Yeah, yeah. And I I just like love my breasts more from doing it. They haven't changed. They're like, they look the same. Might even have like a few more nipple hairs than they used to. <laughs> but I, the relationship with them has changed. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And and it's not just how I've, I feel about how I think about them. It's like the physical way that I feel them is different. Mm, Yeah. Mm. I can relate to that a lot too, because, you know, thinking back to my last relationship, I did not enjoy having my breast touch. I Mm. felt like my nipples were basically again, numb, like Mm. whereas obviously, you know, there's so much work that I've done on myself and with my new partner, not really new anymore. (laughs) Um, but yeah it's completely different I can feel so much more 
Like now I love it. And I think that is a little bit like my whole relationship with sex as well. Like in my last relationship, I really didn't enjoy sex. Like Mm. it was such a chore and it wasn't something that I craved or desired. It was just like, ah, this is an obligation, you know, like this is what I need to do kind of thing. This is Mm. what I'm supposed to do. And there was no real joy in it for me. Whereas Mm. now, like that whole relationship for me has completely changed where now I actually really enjoy sex. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I never used to have a libido or, you know, like, I mean, there are a lot of things in there, you know, I wasn't cycle and a lot a lot of things yeah yeah it's so interesting how your whole relationship with sexuality and your body can completely change and oh yeah your whole experience of it can change like you're not doomed yes (laughs) to have a bad sex life forever you know like undone kind of absolutely And that's at any stage of life. Like I've worked with a woman who was um, menopausal and she was like, I'm pretty sure that that part of my life is just over. Mm. And then she actually um, wrote a testimonial for me afterwards and said, I've literally had more orgasms in the past month than I have in the previous few years. And I was like, (laughs) I mean, the physical changes we undergo are real, but like, there's so much more than just the physical level. Mm, Definitely. Mm. Mm. It's huge. Yeah. And that I totally, uh, it, um, I think the two things that you said, basically like sex is so much more to us than just the physical act. And it's so intertwined with how we feel about our bodies, how we feel in our relationships, how we feel in terms of safety, that it's interwoven with everything Mm. in what it means to be in all of the ways that we're human. Mm. And it is also something that can change. Like you're absolutely not doomed at all. But even even if you feel totally numb and shut down, it um, you're not doomed to feel like that. Mm. No, you can totally change that. You can, you know, like I think a huge part of that comes with connecting to yourself in that way as well. Mm. You know, first, like if you yes. yourself with somebody else. How do you create that sense of safety on your own? First? Yeah, yeah. But there's such a, another taboo thing for a lot of people, like yeah. pleasure and things like yeah. that. People just are like, Ugh, you know. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't think that some people just feel like, you know, I don't get the point. I don't see the point of it, you know. But it, it, it can be a very deeply healing practice. Absolutely. I'm a massive advocate of (laughs) self-pleasure. And I think that it has its place in your life, whether you're single or in a relationship, because it's like you get to enjoy your own body and you get to learn what you like and you get to feed yourself and um, explore new edges with yourself and like – I love both my self-pleasure and sex with my partner and they 
they give me diff- they both give me different things mm, but they both like feed each other yeah absolutely mm. absolutely and i mean no one knows your body like you do mm. So there's something so different between yeah, sex with a partner and self-pleasure because mm. it's like you have the instruction manual. <laughs> <laughs> On different days, that can change. Like what yeah. you do is trying to communicate that to someone else is such a huge obstacle or, you know, really... It takes energy and effort, yeah. yeah. Try and communicate and explain, you know, like how... <laughs> you want to be touched or whatever in a certain way based on what you're feeling. Like, mm. It's not easy. No. <laughs> Sometimes it's easier just to... Um, I mean, it's, it's worth it, I think, if yeah. you're in a relationship, but it's, um, it's just a different experience. Yes. Mm. So kind of to summarize where we've been, we found this um, fierce protector female soldier in your heart trying to um protect you from getting hurt and and losing all of the the joy that you've built in your life and you've also found that that joyful smile um that that really knows that you can trust your partner and be safe to him be safe with him um and we've explored some other tools, some conversations that you can have with him and a way of pausing during sex when you notice the shutdown is happening to infuse it with a bit more safety mm-hmm. and also a breast massage practice to keep building that safety in the openness over time. Mm-hmm. Mm. So beautiful. And I just, I feel so happy for you in hearing what you've created in your relationship and in your life right now. It's, um, I just wish for everyone to be able to feel that kind of uh, safety in radical honesty in their relationships and to, to feel like they can just be themselves and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to finish by hearing one or two of your favorite moments from the session. Oh, there are many. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Well, I would say definitely really uh, noticing how my body would feel if I let myself go there. Like, Mm. I don't think I'd ever really allowed myself to visualize what's on the other side you know mm, mm, mm. it's motivating isn't it <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh man if I could feel that like yeah that's that's really powerful because I've not really been able to picture myself in that space before because it's a foreign it's yeah, foreign yeah, yeah. So that's really a beautiful gift you have given to me. (laughs) And also I really love the idea of the the breast massage because that's really not something I've explored before. And and I think as well, like, in terms of, like, for medical reasons and things like that, having a relationship with your body and knowing what feels like what at different 
times of the month and that kind of thing that's really important as well so that was really a beautiful reminder as well to to start having that conversation or that relationship I guess connection with my with my own history yeah I think one of my favorite moments was the seeing that big smile of joy on your face when you think about how safe you are to be open with your partner and still be able to to keep all of the the joy that you've nourished in other areas of your life. yeah, I just I'm, I'm really happy for you to be in that kind of a partnership. <laughs> I'm going to give you a big hug through the screen. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing your, your voice and your heart and your vulnerability today. I really respect the courage and the willingness to go into the places that are painful mm. in in service of the future you <laughs> and thank you as well for holding such beautiful space for that unraveling and creating that safety for me as well to be able to go to those places and to be vulnerable around a subject that you know is we don't talk about so yeah you know, it's that's a conversation that, you know, you can really only have with people who you really feel that deep mm-hmm. safety around. So thank you mm-hmm. for giving that space for me to explore. Thank you. That That's exactly what I desire to create. So I'm very pleased to hear that was your experience. Thank you for listening to Reawakening Love and Power with Carol Ann. If you're curious about going deeper with me through one-on-one coaching, you can book a free one-hour clarity call for us to explore what you want, what's getting in the way, and what it would look like for us to work together. You can find me at carolann.com.au and on Instagram at carolannalive. Please subscribe and share this podcast with anyone you think might benefit from it. May you find some form of pleasure in your body today. May you fan the flames of your sacred desires and may you love yourself all the way to wholeness.